All right, guys. So topic for today is going to be something that I hope resonates with a lot of you guys. This is something that definitely stood out to me. And I'm like, you know what? I remember when I needed to work on this in my life so bad. This was something that I needed to work on. I didn't necessarily know for years that I needed this, but it really opened my eyes when I started actively paying attention to it. So the topic today is 10 ways to develop thicker skin. Okay, 10 ways to develop thicker skin. And a lot of people are like, what do you mean thicker skin? Like, I don't, I don't get it, right? And, and all in all, thick skin is an ability to keep from getting upset or offended by the things that other people say, by the things that they do, especially when those, when those responses involve around criticism. I don't know about you guys, but I never used to take criticism lightly. You would criticize me and I would cry right on the spot or I would get angry. Like I would have so much emotion when somebody would give me criticism because I didn't know how to handle it. I didn't understand how to take good criticism, bad criticism, any type of criticism you threw at me, I immediately got emotional over it. I immediately either, either got, you know, just, just angry or upset or just offended. And I never understood why somebody else's words would bother me so much. Right. And I started hearing that phrase, like, girl, you need to develop some thicker skin. You need some thicker skin. And I was always like, what the, like, what do you mean? I don't, I don't get it. Like, seriously. Okay. Thick skin is a tremendous benefit at the end of the day for both personal, personal growth and professional growth. It's something that you need in both, right? If you're working to grow and improve important aspects of your life, it's like, you know, you're going to encounter risk. You're going to encounter failure. You're going to encounter mistakes and differences of opinion are definitely going to follow you along on your journey, right? So I don't know about you, but I, I used to ask myself these questions. Am I worried about what other people think of me? Am I afraid to take on new opportunity because I'm scared of criticism? Am I, why am I so easily angered by this? Why am I so easily emotionally hurt by this? Right? Like I couldn't understand how to develop that thicker skin. And I couldn't understand why these, this was so important, right? At the end of the day, criticism is a fact of life. It really is. It's a beautiful thing. And I know that not a lot of people take it as a beautiful thing, but it really is, okay? Because I don't know about you, but I would love to, to hear criticism on a daily and simply be able to either brush it off or grow from it. And that's why I think it's so beautiful because it allows you to challenge your mind. It allows you to understand, okay, did I need to hear this today to wake me up to get to work? Or did I need to hear this today because I needed to remind myself that I'm better than that opinion, that I'm better than what that person says, that what they're saying is, is not true. So why get offended? 
Why let it bother you? Why let it eat you alive? So I'm either listening to that criticism and taking it in to understand, okay, maybe I can add this to my life. And that person's right. Maybe, maybe they're saying it, maybe the way that they're saying it is coming off wrong, but, but what they're, what they're meaning, like I understand it and I just need to grow a little from it. Or it makes me understand, it makes me realize it's like, okay, well, that, that, that person is jealous or that person is not saying something that is kind and they're saying it in a rude way. Like I need, I, you can, you know, kind of really put a spin on criticism, how you want to take it. And that's why I feel like it's so important because don't get me wrong. I, I feel like the majority of people always take criticism harshly. It's just normal because, you know, we're, we're, we're human. We're programmed to think negative. So automatically something that somebody says, it's hard to hear the good feedback sometimes, right? It's hard to understand how to take that criticism and what to do with it, right? Learn from constructive criticism, move forward with it. Imagine what you could accomplish if you had that thicker skin to do so, right? So instead of living constantly offended, what if you focus on your energy and your actions towards productivity? Okay, well, some people, some people are born with thick skin, guys. I definitely wasn't. So some of us learn to know how to develop it over time. And I kind of want to give you an example of what different types of criticism may look like in terms of how to build thick skin over it. Okay, four biggest things. Insults, constructive feedback, negative criticism, and disregard. Right? And to tell the difference between these types of criticisms like insults, they're usually defined as somebody speaking or treating somebody with disrespect, right? They're personal attacks. An insult is a personal attack based on emotions as opposed to reasoning. So where, where does your thick skin come in with that? Because I don't know about you, but if it's a personal attack based on emotions, then I know that that criticism that I'm receiving, that insult that I'm receiving, it has nothing to do with me and most likely has everything to do with that person that's saying it right? Constructive feedback. Constructive feedback are just suggestions that are presented in, in, a, in a good way, okay, with the intention to help create and improve. But some people don't understand the difference. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's in the way that somebody says it. Sometimes it's in the way that, you know, we hear it because maybe we're just we're not aligned with what they're saying. We don't understand to align ourselves with how they're trying to help us, right? Constructive feedback is always good, but then there's negative criticism. Negative feedback are responses that are presented and usually like without, with spite, with anger, with that pettiness, with the intention to highlight, you know, something that's wrong without offending realistic solutions. And then there's disregard. That's the action or state of ignoring something. I'm disregarding this. These are implied criticisms that repeat that appear when a request is ignored or not answered. Okay. Now, like I said, to develop that thick skin when it comes to criticism, you're, you're going to get it every single day. How many of you guys got some criticism this morning? Anybody? 
Type of one in the chat if you've already got criticized this morning and it's 9.25 a.m. EST. Because <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but it. I remember when I was living with my parents, woo, they would wake me up in the morning sometimes with something negative and, and they would say something and I was just like, like, I'd get so angry. I can't take that morning. Like, I can't take it. Don't criticize me in the morning. Don't tell me I'm sleeping in too long. Don't tell me I need to get up and fix my bed. Don't tell me that I need to do this. I don't know. I was just like so annoyed. You know what I mean? So criticism, I'm, I'm telling you, it is as likely as the sun rising each day, okay? It happens on a daily and sometimes we don't even know it, but I want to give you guys and break down some tips that really helped in terms of developing that thicker skin with all forms of criticism. Okay. And number one, the number one thing, and this is probably the most important, but was probably the hardest thing for me to do and might be for you as well is to stop taking criticism personally. Stop taking criticism personally, right? At the end of the day, you can control your emotions, right? So how you respond to criticism is your choice. When you get criticized, ask yourself, is this literally, is this criticism true or false? If it's false, let it go. Focus on moving on forward without thinking of it again. If it's true, learn to embrace it. Learn to embrace it and take action to improve that, right? None of us are perfect. Not Taylor, not Kula, not Raquel, not Annie, not Carlos, not Justina. None of us are perfect, right? Perfect doesn't exist. But learning from criticism is a powerful tool for growth if you choose to accept it right? It can help you highlight your blind spots if you don't take it personally and just choose to learn. It could provide your life with a tremendous benefit. That's number one, stop taking it personally, okay? Number two, developing thicker skin, you got to embrace extreme ownership. What does that mean? That means stop making excuses. Stop making excuses. When you make a mistake, when you make a mistake with something, speak up and own that mistake. That I find is something that it's really hard for a lot of people to do. Owning their mistakes. Never making an excuse or blaming others. Instead, you know, take what you learned, share how you're going to use it towards that lesson to improve and do it. How does this develop thicker skin? Because you're putting yourself in a position to own up. You're putting yourself in a position to stand tall. You're putting yourself in a position to speak up and just, you know, not make the excuse, own it, move forward and do it. Okay. Negative self-talk is number three. This is a big one. I don't know about you guys, but I'm going to tell you a little story. I probably was the rudest person to myself. I would be the nicest person to everybody else. Always kind, always helping, always, always putting people first. I was, I'm a people pleaser. 
You know, I want to make sure that everybody is good. I want to make sure that they're having an amazing day. If I'm in an event that they're having a good time, I want to make sure that like they feel good. I would compliment people left, right and center because I know how nice it feels to be complimented. Like I was constantly like, you know, aiming just to make someone's day. That's, that's always who I've been, but, but I would never put myself in a position to make my own day. I would never put myself in a position to talk like the way that I would to my best friend, to myself in the mirror. My talk was always so negative, so negative. And what I did is I created a war inside my head. I literally created a war in my head between me and me. And that made me weak. It may look like I was strong on the outside, but it's that inner work that develops that outer layer. That inner work develops that outer layer. Okay. So stop with the negative self-talk. I think this is, this is now something that I've been, now that I've been consciously aware of negative self-talk, I cannot stand to hear other people talk down to themselves. It actually hurts me so much. Sometimes I'm on the phone you know, with, with, with somebody and they'll be like, oh, I don't know. I'm so stupid. Oh, I don't know. I, I can't like, I can't like, I don't know. I, I'm just so dumb. I forgot. I don't know. This is like, I just like, oh, uh, like, and they just talk to themselves in such a bad negative way. And it pisses me off. It pisses me off because I just want to shake that person and be like, hello, do you know who you are? Hello. Do you understand the words that you're saying to yourself? And then you start believing those words and then you start feeling like shit and then it's just a vicious cycle negative self-talk i'm telling you fix with what fix what is within and your thick skin will build it will build because that's a war between you and yourself that nobody can fix doesn't matter how many people tell you you're pretty doesn't matter how many people tell you you're handsome doesn't matter how many people tell you that you're great you're fantastic you're amazing you're you're so inspiring if you don't believe it yourself what does it matter that's the way i look at it now i don't care a billion and one people can tell me that i'm beautiful if i don't feel like i'm genuinely beautiful it doesn't mean shit to me it's probably just making me feel worse because I'm sitting there thinking, wow, they're delusional. They're thinking that I'm pretty like, oh my God, that's so like, oh, I don't know what they see. And I start feeding off that negative thought again and again and again, and I go into spiral. Negative self-talk is the root of everything. Do you guys feel me? Are you guys, are you guys with me on this type of one in the chat? If you guys feel me, because I don't know about you, but that, that was probably the biggest thing in my mind that I, I couldn't let go of for the longest time. I couldn't let go of it. I don't know what it was. You know, you're your worst critic, your worst critic. And you're often the first person to tell yourself why you're insignificant, why you're incapable, why you're weak, right? You got to replace those weak thoughts with strong thoughts. When you start thinking negatively, kill that negative thought. I don't know what you got to do if you got to yell out loud to be like, no, nope, stop. Or if you have to like 
you know, like, like, like do something that when you're thinking negative, it's like you're snapping out of it right away. You know, replace that thought with a positive thought that counteracts that negativity. I can't is easily replaced with I can, right? I won't is easily replaced with I will. I'm not easily replaced with I am, right? You got to find your, find your words that you need to change in your speech along the day and pinpoint them and, and think to yourself, do I really need to be saying this out loud? Right? Number four is we got to learn to ignore anyone on the sidelines. Ignore anyone on the sidelines. Okay. You have to decisively eliminate the opinions of people who have no credibility to provide valid opinions or helpful feedback. If they don't matter, if, if they don't matter, they don't matter. Period. I actually got um I got a message last night. <laughs> I couldn't sleep last night. I was up till 4 a.m. I don't even know what happened. I just having a bad night, couldn't sleep. And I got this message from somebody that, I don't know, she said, I screenshot it. I don't really want to read it out loud, but she said something really rude, like very, very rude that I read it over and over and over again. And I don't know why I allowed myself to go into a spiral over this message. And then I realized what I was doing because I was consciously aware that I was doing it. And the, oh, the message I wanted to type back was so rude, but I didn't do it. I didn't do it. The old me probably would have, but I said back to her, I'm like, wow, you have a lot of hate for someone you don't know. And I hope that you find peace. I'm sending you so much love because that's exactly what you need. And I blocked her and I moved on with my night because guess what? I don't know this person. This person doesn't know me from a hole in the wall. So why am I going to let that person that's on the sidelines interrupt my night or ruin my day? Right? I, I mean, I could have just left it and, and not read it, but because I noticed that I was going into a downward spiral, just with that one comment, it really, really bothered, it, it really ate at me. But I was like, you know what? No, let me catch myself. Let me stop my negative self-talk that's rubbing off on this message, okay? Send her some love and ignore the sidelines and keep going. And I put my head on the pillow. I couldn't, I could not sleep, but you know, it's, it's what I had to do. A lot of people get stuck in that though. A lot of people will see those negative messages or, you know, will will hear those really hurtful things that maybe even people that are close to you say, and they let it like, it like, it like drowned, they drowned in it. And I understand because that's normal. It's, it's not an easy thing to get out of, but at the end of the day, what's, what's that, that saying call? Um, if they don't mind, they don't matter. If they don't matter, they don't mind. If they don't matter, they don't mind, I believe. 
You guys know which one I'm talking about? <laughs> Meaning if they don't matter in your life, then then there's no, there's no like, you know, you gotta let it go. You, you gotta let that go. They don't matter. They don't mind. They don't mind. They don't matter. You know which one I'm talking about? <laughs> but yeah, it, at the end of the day, it's just like, we need to consciously be aware of what is fueling us in a good way, in a bad way. Are we, are we, you know, letting go of that negative self-talk? Are we ignoring those sidelines and consciously thinking about it? Right. Number five. And this, this might be a tough one for some of us, but we need to start accepting that not everyone is supposed to like you. Not everyone is supposed to like you. If I'm going to be honest, there's a shit ton of people that don't like me. There's a shit ton of people that love me. Does it matter? No, because not everybody is your person, but I feel like the people pleaser in me, and I don't know if there's a people pleaser in you guys, I used to want to be liked by everybody. Like I needed to be liked by everybody. If I wasn't liked by everybody, then it was a problem because I just didn't understand why, why I'm so nice and I'm so kind and I'm so genuine and I'm so this and I'm so that. Like, why don't they like me? They used to eat at me, but not everybody's supposed to. You're going to find your tribe. You're going to find the people that love you. You're, you're so unique and so is everybody else. Right? You have beliefs, opinions, mannerisms, interests, you have personality traits, you have habits. Okay. There are certain people that you like and you enjoy spending time with, and there are other people that you dislike and do not enjoy spending your time with. And other people feel the same way about you. Right? So strive to live your life with good character, respect others. And work to live your life in a high moral code. At the end of the day, focus focus on the love and the service that you can provide. And if somebody doesn't like you, it's okay. No big deal. There's a lot of other people out there, right? So you just, you gotta let that go. I feel like that's something that I personally held on to for so long, that that's gotta leave your mind, okay? Number six, we need to embrace confrontation with curiosity and candor. So when it comes to developing thicker skin, guys, like instead of approaching disagreements with fear or anger or jealousy or frustration, choose curiosity. The goal of confrontation should not be focused on verbal or phys a physical fight, but instead it search, search for that sincere alignment. Okay. Use curiosity to focus on maybe asking questions when you have confrontation with somebody, instead of getting anger and angry and, and upset, like ask some questions to understand the facts behind this disagreement, which honestly, that may solve the confrontation. And see how this develops your thick skin? Because if you're somebody that's getting into an argument with somebody and, and, and you're constantly getting angry, jealous, frustrated, this, that, you're, you're letting that person affect your mood, 
that mean to, to the way that I think of thick skin, it's like when people say shit to me, it just bounces right off. My, my skin is so thick that those words can't, those words can't enter me. Those words can't affect my body. Those actions can't, can't get past this. This is like a shield. My body is a shield. I'm protecting my energy. And if you don't have thick skin, how are you protecting your energy? Because if you don't have thick skin, guess what? You're absorbing that confrontation. You're absorbing that negativity, right? So when it comes to having confrontations with somebody, focus on honest conversation and expression. Express your interests in presenting your beliefs when you're trying to understand where other people are coming from in this argument, okay? If you lose, the way that I look at it, if you lose your temper, you've lost the argument. Not all confrontation ends with both sides agreeing, but sometimes you have to agree to disagree. And sometimes you're, you're much more likely to have your position understood if you're genuinely seeking to understand the position of the other person. I'm always thinking of the other person. I'm always trying to understand their mind and how it works, right? So, so when you have that confrontation, curiosity, and from there I determine, is this conversation even worth having? Is this person just kind of lost their mind and they're speaking nonsense? Or is this person actually maybe, you know, have a point to their confrontation that I need to understand to see, hey, will this benefit me or is this going to break me? You know, number seven, and this is a big one. This is a big one. Identify your vulnerable areas and triggers. Identify your vulnerable areas and triggers. So what are triggers that cause your temper to explode or your feelings to become hurt? When you understand your triggers, it allows you to prepare and recognize the situations in advance, which is actually, it's almost like a defense mechanism. You know, you, you already know what your trigger is. So you already know what, what line not to cross with certain people. You already know what room not to step in. You already know what words are going to hurt you. So it's just like, okay, suit up, armor on, thick skin. Instead of letting it eat you alive. You got to understand that you know, when you're feeling disrespected, hurt, or misunderstood, there are, are, there are, uh, there are alternative ways, okay, that you can respond to these scenarios when your triggers appear, instead of lashing out or getting hurt or feeling anger. And guess what, you can, something that you guys can practice if this is something that you want to do, and if you have those triggers, practice like responses, that are controlled, calm, and rational responses. If, if, if your weight is a trigger, my weight used to be a trigger. If your weight is a trigger, I would practice if some, like it sounds crazy, but I used to get bullied a lot. So I would practice when somebody would call me, you know, fat or overweight or whatever. And I'd look in the mirror and I would practice how I would respond to that. Because the old me would get flustered, would cry on the spot if somebody talked about my weight, would I, I would just be so bothered. And that's me letting my, my guard down. That's me letting my pride down. That's me letting my, my, 
you know, I'm, I'm just allowing that person to overstep who I am because that doesn't define who I am. That was just something that they were saying that triggered me and I didn't understand how to respond. So I would literally prep my responses. I know it sounds crazy. <laughs> Please don't think I'm crazy, but I, I had that often where I was bullied and I needed to understand what my triggers were and how I can respond to them in a healthy way. If you, if you guys ever go through triggers if you, or if you guys have triggers and you don't understand how to deal with them, that's probably one exercise that I can say to do. Like, like you guys need to do it. It helps so much, so much. And it made me realign myself with who I was in front of those negative people because I would crumble usually, you know? Um, number eight, we're almost done. <laughs> we might go over time a little bit. Number eight is to be driven by your goals. This develops thick skin when when you have goals that set that when you have goals set that feel a that you feel a massive passion to and an active purpose and and you're actively pursuing them and you want to achieve them and you're focused on your you know on on those aspects of life your your mental focus will grow in strength and and you won't really worry what other people need to think about what people think about you while you're headed towards your goals because you're so purpose driven that it doesn't matter what shade somebody throws at you when you're building your business or you're going to that direction or you're going to the gym or you have a goal for this or have a goal for that because it's so purpose driven that it doesn't matter that when somebody comes to throw you shade or throw you off you're so like your feet are dug into the ground with that decision because this is where you know you want to go that's your thick skin. You know how many people told me to quit this business? You know how many people told me that I was never going to make it? You know how many people told me that, oh, everybody and their mother is doing this? Oh, blah, blah, blah. I didn't care. I didn't care. Why? Because I have a purpose with this. I'm going to change thousands of lives with this business. I'm going to make an impact with this business. And if you can't see the way that my mind thinks when it comes to how I'm helping people, you're one of those people on the sidelines and you don't matter. I'm sorry, but you don't matter because I'm so driven by my goals that if you come and interrupt me, friend, you just, you don't see it. You don't see it and that's okay. Maybe you're not meant to see my goals. Maybe you're not meant to see my purpose or my drive. But this, this, this means the world to me. So if you're going to try to knock me off my horse, you're trying to knock the wrong person because I'm dedicated and I love what I do. And I know that I'm helping people in one way or another. And if you can't see that, that's not my problem, right? So be so driven by your goals that it doesn't matter what any negativity comes to throw at you. You know, you're set, you know, where you're going, you see the vision and go after it. You know, you got to really let that, that hit you. Because I'm telling you, that's one of the biggest reasons why there's a 99% and there's a 1%. Because the 99% of people will let them knock them off their horse like this. You got to be that 1% that stands tall, that stands strong in your decision, not just with business, but with life, with what, with who you are as a person. 
somebody doesn't like you, I don't care. And I'm not saying that in a rude way or an egotistical way. I'm saying in a way, well, I like me. I love me. And if you don't, like, that's okay. You don't have to. You know, that's the way that you got to think. I feel like it's hard. It's not hard, but it's difficult to get to that level of thinking sometimes when you're so used to to the negative self-talk or so used to letting people kind of walk all over you when it comes to your goals or with shooting triggers at you. You know what I mean? But the taller that you stand, the harder you break. The taller you stand, the harder you break. All right. Number nine is create a positive mindset, guys. Positive mindset. I don't know if you got to write some sticky notes. I have sticky notes all over my place. I know it's kind of weird, but it for me, it, it helps me a lot. Okay. Take, honestly, take some sticky notes and write down some positive mindset. Like write down some, you know, I am beautiful. Go stick it on your fridge and say, you deserve that cupcake. Go stick it on your bathroom mirror and say, you, you are beautiful. You're stunning in the morning. Look at your eyes, girl. Look at that. Look at that beautiful hair. Look at that. You know, look at that beautiful body. Look at this handsome beard. You know, <laughs> you got to be your own hype queen, hype king. You got to, you got to really like, you got to create your, your positive bubble. Cause if you're waiting for other people to do it, I promise you, it's not going to happen. It is not going to happen. And I say that, and I really hope that you understand that don't wait for other people to make you feel good. You need to feel good. You need to feel good. Don't wait for your significant other to call you beautiful in the morning. You call yourself beautiful and then they can say it. You got to be that one that's talking that like that to you every single day. So whatever it takes to create a positive mindset, do it. Whether it's sticky notes, whether it's meditating, whether it's, you know, just anything. You got to go for a walk, clear your mind do what is best for you because everybody's positive mindset is going to be different than the other, right? Another last thing, number 10. Number 10. You got to surround yourself with people who empower you. And this is going to help you build thick skin because imagine you surrounding yourself with people who are negative all the time. You're going to develop that negative self-talk. You're going to develop those, those, you know, habits that don't serve you. You're going to develop those, you know, you're going to be used to confrontation and just taking it because if, if you're one person and you're singled out by a room of negativity, how is that benefiting you? Right? Surround yourself with people who hype you up, surround yourself with people who love you, surround yourself with people who inspire you to be a better version of you. That is how you're going to develop that mindset, that positivity, that thicker skin. You're going to be even more driven to your goals. Why? Because you're surrounded by people who are saying, let's go, Daniela. Let's go, Justina. Let's go, Taylor. Let's get it. Today's the day. You can do this. You're going to have that, that type of hype when you're constantly surrounded by people who love you, people who support you, people who want to see you win, right? And last, last thing, I know I only said 10, but another tip that helps me is um, I memorize quotes 
I'm like a big person on quotes and, and affirmations, but quotes like specifically, I like to memorize specific quotes that really help me push forward. You know, and it's funny because a lot of my quotes I find on Pinterest or I find them through reading books, right? But I would read these quotes on a daily. So there's one that I have that's on my bedside. And it's, it's something that just, I don't know, it just makes me realize that I'm my creator. And I read it every single day. And the quote is, you, you have the ability to create your own life. You have the ability to create your own desire. You have the ability to create and design your life to your own expectations. And every time I read that, you have the ability to design your life to your own expectations. I look out my window and I'm like, wow. Like, this is a beautiful world that we live in. But it's through the lens that I'm seeing it. You know, and everyone is going to like, this is, this is what I love. This is what I love. That quote inspires me so much that it really made me realize that I can have 10 people sitting in my office right now. And we can be looking out the same damn window at the same scenery, but we're looking at different things in our mind. Somebody might be looking at the building across. Somebody might be thinking about how shitty it is outside in the snow. Somebody might be thinking about how the, the sun like just beams off, the, off that building and it's so pretty. Somebody might be thinking, oh my God, like they're so, like we can be in the same room, but have different visions, different thoughts. But I get to create which ones I want to look at. I get to create which ones stand out to me. I get to create whether I want to look at the negative side of this or the positive side of this. And I think that that's such a beautiful thing because every single day you can change your vision. Every single day you can make it that much more clearer depending on where your mindset is at and, and what you want to look at and how you want to perceive things. Right? I don't know. I think it's really cool. But those are my top 10 guys. I hope that this helped in one way or another. I'm going to stop recording and then we can take... Um, do a little mastermind at the end, but thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'm so happy that you guys are all sharing this beautiful Tuesday with me.